Wisdom. Pingfold's Grange Hermitage is a masterpiece Shiraz that sits comfortably as the king of all Australian red wines. Showing power, concentration and balance, Pingfold's Grange is easily the peer of all the Bordeaux's Grand Chateau and Burgundy Grand Cru. The Grange released the year of my birth came out of a warm vintage and is still showing characters of dark chocolate, apricot and herb garden with a fine tannin structure. Did I mention a bottle from that year is now worth 240,000 pesos or 6,500 Australian dollars. I also note a restored convertible 1965 Ford Mustang I've always had my eye on can go for upwards of 3.6 million. In a few weeks, I'm undergoing a routine surgical procedure. It will be performed by a specialist who has had over 30 years experience. He's seen it all and dealt with about every complication that could arise. Our dog Hetty, who is 12, 84 in dog years, always has a spring in her step, each morning bounding out in front, setting the pace. The other day, she completed a challenging three-hour walk with my wife, with no hint of tiredness. Hetty is like the famous Duracell bunny. Always running, always energetic. My point, there's something to be said about wisdom. The combination of knowledge and experience, and yes, age. Time on the planet must count for something. In support, many of you know I've been an advocate of reverse mentoring. That is, younger people equally counselling elders. Though I ask you, how many of you would prefer a mentor with a good head of grey hair? Some I know in academia consistently tell me going greyer goes hand in hand with becoming wiser. Emeritus professors are highly sought after on the speaking circuit. They are better teachers and researchers now than a short decade ago. A business consultant told me once, not brazenly or in an arrogant sort of way, they're forgotten more than most agency leaders know. Today's TBS Think piece is devoted to and in support of people of a certain age. Baby boomers, you know, you know who they are. Those you sometimes think should be retiring. Over recent times, this has been suggested to me. My response, when I retire, someone will be wheeling me out feet first in a box. I often impishly rephrase, retire? How about hire? Bill, my 72-year-old friend, just got a full-time job in government in the UK. During his interview, he mentioned he has rheumatoid arthritis. The refreshing response from his employer was that that's not an issue. We want your knowledge, not your body. Furthermore, they said his experience is far more valuable. Age to them is inconsequential. It happens to everyone. Experience on the hand, experience on the other hand, I should say, is earned and lived over time. I found myself becoming increasingly vexed reading an article on against ageism in the Financial Times recently. The PDFs attached to the written paper. I leaned forward every time Lucy Calloway puts a forthright view, one which is always well researched and elegantly written. This spirited piece asks the question, why is it considered acceptable to discriminate against older people in the workplace? She reports on the toxic effects of this puzzling prejudice. It's interesting to note, by 2050, a quarter of the UK's workforce will be over 50. I get it. The Philippines is a young country with an average age of 25. 
Though at some point in your career, someone could ask you a question similar to this one, as cited in the article, the FT article. Am I correct to assume you intend to be on the organisational chart at the end of 2022? I fancy a fancy way of implying the company would not be sorry if the answer was no. The piece goes on to say, not only is age the poor relation in diversity policies, it is still acceptable in polite society to be rampantly ageist. A couple of last words on this from Mark Twain. Age is an issue of mind over matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Or a thought from this century, Harry Styles said, age is adjust a number. Maturity is a choice. Bye for now and have a great day.